Giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 246 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall at Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Today is Sunday, September 25th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And we've got a good show for you today. I guess what, last time was it? September 11th. So it was, yeah, it was the first show after Legion had launched. And now it's been another couple of weeks and we're, we're, we're knee deep in things. Um, so let's just kind of jump into the news here because Blizzard announced that they're going to be doing their first class balancing tuning pass. And I believe the first set of changes are going to come out Tuesday, just in time for uh, week two of the Emerald Nightmare. And yeah, there are a few things that are affecting hunters. I guess, the, I guess the first one was for Beast Mastery and Marksmanship. Barrage damage will be reduced by 20%. Um, what do you think the impact will be there? I mean, Barrage has always just sort of been the go-to talent. It's sort of been probably the most controversial thing we've had to deal with uh, this expansion. Uh, it's yes. gone through mechanical changes, and now the damage is getting reduced. Is this enough to make Volley competitive or make Crows just... Uh, a talent you take unless there's a certain number of mobs, you know, or, or, or is barrage still, even though it's going to be doing less damage, we're still going to just take it and shoot everything in sight. I haven't looked at the other two talents much, but it does bring a barrage down in our priority list. You know, it was both our most, you know, doing the most damage per second and the most, uh, most efficient shot doing the most damage per focus, which is strange for such an expensive shot. So uh, I think it's, it's a pretty reasonable nerf uh, to be expected. It looks like this. So this also came with a kind of unannounced bug fix, we think, where uh, Windburst, at some point late in the beta, Windburst stopped uh, benefiting from mastery. And it looks like now it's back to working as it's intended to. So it's in single target, we might even end up being a little bit damage ahead because that's such a hard-hitting ability once you add in a mastery bonus. Um, and then so the but the two will kind of offset each other on single target and we'll be a little bit lower on multi-target with barrage nerfed but overall i don't i don't think it's going to be a big deal volley i i don't know i will see what the sim <laughs> people say i'm not excited about it as a very passive talent it is very passive i mean just toggle it on in fact i've, I've, tried, I've used it a, a little bit just just to try it. you toggle it on and uh you don't even really notice it happening. I mean, you know, if you're paying attention, you'll see a, the bunch of arrows drop, you know, right on top of the mob that you're you're targeting. And then if you die, it toggles off and then you forget to turn it on for like, you know, three or four pulls and things. And <laughs> you can go a good stretch before you realize it's not actually on as well. I mean, that's how unnoticeable it is as, as a talent. So I just like the old volley better. But what about Beast Mastery? I mean, is that gonna how will that affect things for you, uh, Bendek? Um, Beast Mastery wasn't using Barrage that much outside of some people liked using it in uh, Mythic Dungeons or Mythic Plus Dungeons. But in those situations, I personally preferred using Volley just because 
it, in Mythic Plus, especially the the dungeons with dense trash packs, it's actually pretty good damage, and you don't have to worry about pulling stuff. So, for me, the barrage nerf is like I use barrage one or two times this entire expansion so far as BM. That's cool. So I guess mainly then it's really I know the marksman hunters were just we were just like all over it, but uh, so I guess we'll continue to use it. Like I said, we'll just. Uh, Continue to pull everything, and just now it'll take a little bit longer for them to go down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the twenty percent nerf was really necessary for BM, though. Like because it's already, it's already like the for example for single target damage, it's mm -hmm. not very good for BM. It's like volley is just as good or even slightly better. So I don't think it was necessary for BM to have that nerfed. Because even without the nerf, like we still still prefer crows in most situations. And crows, I like that too. I like to use that every now and then too. It's it's you know again, it's it's kind of fun, right? I mean, you just to sort of time when you use it. So you want to make sure you put it on a mob where you get a decent amount of damage out of it, but you know the mob's gonna die. You know, so you get the re, re the cooldown reset on it, which is always fun. Yeah, I have fun with I have fun with the cooldown reset. Like it just I'm getting better and better at estimating when to to use it too. And then there's always those times where the mob dies at like when it's at 44 second cooldown. Yes. It's like oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's always been a fun ability, and I and I like that little bit of mechanic that you kind of have to think about where and when you're you're going to apply it. You know, and it is frustrating sometimes. You know, you'll you'll put it on there and you're like, why is it still on cooldown? You realize oh, the mob didn't. Had too much health and it didn't die fast enough. So one of the other changes uh, for Beast Mastery, Bestial Wrath damage bonus will be increased to twenty five percent. So is it up? So I, I take that to mean it's going to be increased up. What is it now? If it's not twenty, it's twenty. Okay, so it's going to get a little little five percent boost there. Yeah, it's really not much. It's like it's like a two percent overall buff. Mm -hmm when you factor in the uptime. But it makes it a little more important to, you know, get the most out of your buffs, which is, seems like yeah. the, you know, BM has kind of two things going for it, focus management and uh, being a uh, cooldown-based class, uh, spec, whatever it is. <laughs> um, so, you know, if that's the only two things it's really got for skill floors, I like that, uh, you know, what you do during Beast Wrath will matter a little bit more. Yeah, and it might even be more of a buff than 2% when you've, with like Killer Cobra, just because of how many, you know, how many you can squeeze in mm -hmm. inside of Beast Wrath. Cool. And then apparently there's this third spec called Survival, I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> It's going to get a buff to flanking strike damage will be increased by 62%. And whatever, we've got actually a, a good question we'll talk about later in the show. Someone emailed us about, about survival, and I think they'll be worth, worth. I definitely want to get to that later. But yeah, so survival is getting a buff for the one person out there who's playing survival. I've, I think I've only seen one survival hunter this entire expansion just wandering out there. And it was yeah, a gnome, of course. I've seen one actually in the wild, like, but I know there's like on Twitter, I've seen there's like one or two of them. <laughs> I know Solar's playing one. 
That's right. Yeah, I think uh, Delirium, one of you mentioned that, that he had sort of cleared Emerald Nightmare at playing a survival. So, well, that's good. I'd love to, I don't know, I guess we won't, you know, fortunately, you know, can't bring him on. But like I said, it'd be good to hear his thoughts on that. But that's interesting to see that there's 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 one sort of major player, if you will, um, messing with survival. So also in the tuning, there were some PvP uh, changes. Uh, again, one for survival is that Mongoose Fury will increase the damage of Mongoose Spike by 35% per stack in PvP. So it was up from 25% per stack. And then in PvP, uh, the agility stat for Beast Mastery is being reduced by 10%. So I don't know, were uh, Beast Mastery hunters a little bit strong in PvP? Anyone know? Um, probably. I, I guess Blizzard thought they were if they wanted to uh, reduce the primary primary stat there. So I don't. I haven't done any battlegrounds or anything, but the odd time when I've run into someone in one of those free for all areas, I just like instantly kill them mm -hmm. <laughs> when I blow the cooldowns. Right. <laughs> so I think. I, well, actually, wait. In in world content, do they do they still use those stat templates, or is that only an instance? Yeah, I think it's it's all PvP. Yeah. Anytime you're hitting another player, that's just has the two sets. So that's it. Those are all the class balance tuning changes that are coming next week for for hunters. I suppose you know as they get more data and more more raid data, especially as more guilds start to progress into heroic and now mythic uh, emerald nightmare, we may see some additional changes. But not not too bad for for hunters really. I mean, barrage is kind of like kind of like the big the biggest change there. I mean. Other classes for sure are seeing bigger changes. I mean, you know, look for the Warlocks in your group just to go crazy on the meters, perhaps come Tuesday. <laughs> it sounds like they're getting some major buffs from what I what I could tell. And honestly, I didn't think they were doing too, at least the ones in our group weren't doing too poorly, to be honest. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if it's like a sea of purple up top or will the, the hunters remain strong. Uh, let's see. Well, I want to talk about this too. Delirium, you sort of pointed out that I was going back to Barrage real quick. There was a, a funny video. Hunter named Winter Soldier did a video on when to use Barrage. Um, so I'll make sure to put a link in, in one of our show notes, probably on the Hunting Party uh, podcast website. But it was, it was fun. I mean, the, the short answer there was the right time to use Barrage is all the time. And I think even probably even so with the 20% buff. But um, I guess... <laughs> With with his twenty percent nerf, I should say. Uh, I suppose you could call it a buff if you like pulling everything and just seeing your your tanks and healers just just scream in horror because now it'll do a little bit less damage. Might take a little bit longer to to kill everything. So, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it has just been sort of. I you know I think it's sort of settled down now. I mean, and I think. Barrage is also one of those sort of skill abilities. And there are things you can do to kind of mitigate. While it's funny just to say, you know, let her rip. <laughs> but you can sort of position yourself. And I've started to do this in dungeons too, where I will angle myself. So I'm pretty certain I'm only going to hit the stuff that we're attacking and not uh, getting any sort of uh, stuff that's off on the side, as it, as it were. So, you know, it, there is some skill involved in using Barrage. It's not just spray and pray. <laughs> That we've sort of talked about before but it's nice to see that you know hunters sort of take that attitude of well you know it's one of our primary abilities and you know we're just going to go ahead and use it and everyone else needs to to adjust 
and certainly some of the groups, the guild groups I've run in, we've adjusted. Uh, and I'm not the only hunter that usually is in, in these runs. So like when we go into Eye of Azhar, we we clear a little bit more trash around like say Serpentrix. We usually kill all the seagulls now. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's also about training your tank to be a good tank. And you know, say if you don't want it, those things pulled, don't stand that close to them. You know, mm -hmm. If I can stand at 40 yards from the mobs you're tanking and still hit them, then stand somewhere else. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's okay. It doesn't it doesn't take much effort on the tank's part to stand a few yards back instead of just running up as close as they can be to the next pack of mobs. No, it doesn't. And and the other thing to keep in mind too, as the gear gets better on players and as the, as we learn the dungeons and get to know the fight, certain things like heroic dungeons just becoming a lot easier now. Um, a with the familiarity and B everyone's starting to get better gear and they're they're starting to outgear the the heroic version. So if you're doing the heroics, it's not not nearly as bad. I think it's the mythic and the mythic plus where these things start to become an issue. And like you said, I think there's some instances where maybe you're not necessarily using barrage all the time in 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 the mythic plus. So that's it for like I said the class balance tuning. Um I forgot, and we put in some notes here, and they're they're not very long. So why don't we go through the, some of the patch seven point one changes? So believe it or not, the game is you know feels like it's a barely been out. You know, it's only about what a month old, not even, and uh, already patch seven point one is up on the PTR, and there are going to be a few nice changes coming for hunters. Uh, track mechanicals as an ability would be granted to all gnome and goblin hunters as well as hunters who use the mecha bond imprint matrix which i still haven't gotten one of those by the way have either of you uh, gotten that or tamed any mechanicals yet nope yeah i've, I've crafted a few hmm. of those things um they sell decently you just you need they cost a lot of blood so it's just, you can only really make them if you have a surplus but another thing to mention about 7.1 is uh there's this like the coolest mechanical pets they've made are coming in that patch and it's like these really cool mechanical spiders and they have like all these working gears and like smokestacks and stuff on them and you get them you actually have to go to do you know where alcaz island is in the theramore oh yeah i mean i i remember that from vanilla yeah um, <laughs> actually i mean i know exactly where, where you're talking about i hadn't really thought about that place in a long time yeah so that place is just full of this all these mechanicals now i think it's part of some quest or something but anyway there's these three mechanical spiders there and they're like challenge teams you have to you know interrupt their heels get their health down and you also have to uh kill this rare mob well it's not a rare it's just like an elite who has a chance of dropping a key that activates the spiders so you can start fighting them and the mobs there also drop uh these little items that you can use to throw oil on your pets and it, so your pets look like the oil stained wolf but it works on any pet oh that's fun i like that's that cool. yeah that is cool yeah alcaz island i remember that vanilla it was the, i don't think there was any quest or anything it was just kind of there it was full of elite mobs and it was just there was there was it was just sort of weird it was like there was like this whole mystery surrounding it and i don't know ali you can answer this was that where uh king varian was held that was when he was missing I don't remember. I don't I can think answer that. I, oh. I remember seeing him there, his old NPC before he got a mm. new model. He was like in an underground jail. And that jail cell, I think the, the same cell or one near it is where one of the spiders are. Oh, that's funny. 
yeah, I just seem to recall, I mean, that, that he was, that's where he was being held anyway. That's, 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 eh, you know, a good reuse of, of, of that place. This is probably the most interesting change for, for marksmanship. Uh, and maybe you can speak to what the impact here is going to be delirium, but vulnerable now increases the damage by 50% was 25% stacking up to two times and was three times. So, I mean, I think this is sort of a reaction to what the Pathfinder Sidewinders build that just sort of seems mandatory at this point for marksmanship. Yeah, what's that talent called? It's not Pathfinders. Patient, uh, sniper. patient <laughs> sniper, excuse me. <laughs> Once you said that, I couldn't think of it though. Yeah, yeah anyway. I think it's Sidewinders, Pathfinder. That's actually has a better rhythm to it. I like that. It does but, rhyme. Uh, yeah, it does rhyme. But thank you, Patient Sniper and Sidewinders. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about this switch. Um, it it seems I I don't know much of anybody who's playing without patient sniper. Um, even people, even hunters who are kind enough to not use sidewinders in a in a dungeon, which I'm not one of them. I don't mind pulling everything. Yeah. Um, but there are some hunters out there who are nice people and willing to switch for lesser DPS to not pull as much. But they're still using uh, patient sniper because it's just I don't know. It just makes more sense and you can get more damage out of it. And you have time between to use your talents that do more damage than buffed aim shots anyways. So this kind of brings the baseline up more in line with the patient sniper build. Um, and if it is also accompanied by changes to the other two talents in that tier, we might see at least a little bit of you know, variation in what people are playing. It won't be only one exact build. I hope, or maybe at least, you know, we'll see a, a single target build that's better than Sidewinders, which seems like it should be the AOE build. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm not sure. Hopefully this is a step in the right direction, though. Well, yeah, and the other two talents, I think, that are uh, with Patient Sniper are a Sentinel, which applies Hunter's Mark to all enemies near uh, the target. And then you have explosive shot, which was the one where right that was a little bit different than it was. That was the one where you fire the shot and then have to yeah. have to have to detonate it. And then of course on the sidewinders tier we have piercing shot, which which is an active ability, a powerful shot which does physical damage to the target and kind of hits you. And it's kind of like what what power shot used to be without the knockback. Yeah, I guess somewhere. And then trick shot which was aim shot will now also ricochet and hit all the vulnerable targets for 30% of normal damage. And then if there are no other vulnerable targets, the damage of your next aim shot is increased by 15%. So th those are the, uh, those are the, so piercing shot and trick shot are usually ignored as well as sentinel explosive shot. So I don't know if those will make those more desirable, certainly. And, and those really do change the gameplay of, of marksmanship, certainly, right? It's, it seems like a very different style, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, definitely Sidewinders. To me, it slows down the spec so much. And I, I've been playing with it pretty much exclusively. And at high haste, it's fun. Like, I, I love playing it during True Shot or during uh, mm -hmm. Bloodlust. Or what do, what do dwarves call it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully this is the devs recognizing that there's a problem which is what right. excites me the most yes yes it does seem to try and you know make uh, um 
provide more choices with with the marksmanship spec. Um, and there's going to be a new hunter talent that replaces dash. Dash is going away, and we're going to get trailblazer, which your movement speed is increased by 25% anytime you have not attacked for three seconds. I guess that's better than dash. I mean, but when we're fighting, I mean, we're always <laughs> attacking. Yeah. What I th so this would only it, right? be out in the world. Yes, yes. Yeah, this obviously. is kind of a nice little boost when you're when you're out in the world. I mean, it's kind of like the devs saying, "We heard you miss aspect of the cheetah here. We have it in a talent, mm -hmm. but not as good." <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But I have seen several people on Twitter say that they'll use this while doing world quests, which oh, is something. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I it's, I still don't think I would ever give up. I mean, I can't imagine how much they'd have to nerf post haste for me to give that up. It's just too good. I agree. I like that talent a lot. I mean, I just sort of have that always on all the time. It's it's nice. I mean, not just for fun. raids, but for out in the world too. I mean, it's yeah. it's a great way to escape and you know <laughs> trouble. I've used it plenty of times and. Suramar and and uh, that god awful city. Um, the the other talent I've started to use more now a little bit is camouflage. Um, when I'm doing oh yeah, I, I use that like out that. in the world a lot these days. Yeah, I wish BM still had that. I don't understand why they don't like. For some reason, we have two stuns in that tier. I don't know. It seems kind of redundant to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a nice ability, and it was one thing that you know all hunters had at one point in time. You know, it was introduced in, in Cataclysm, and I, I think it's great the visual on it. So I yeah, I would think I agree. I think you know all the hunters should should have that still. It, you know, I don't mind it being a talent, but yeah, I, you know, I think no reason for Beast Mastery to be without it. And like I said, and there are places where having that little bit of stealth for a minute comes in handy for sure. Uh, let's see. Survival animal instincts has been redesigned. So flanking strikes, flanking strike now also reduces the remaining cooldown of a of a random one of the following abilities: flanking strike, mongoose bite, aspect of the eagle, or harpoon. It's so hard to comment on survival. <laughs> did you have any thoughts on that, Bendek? It looked like you were about to say something. Well, they um, when you look at this here, this new talent, and the fact that they're buffing flanking strike by so much. Mm -hmm. It seems like they weren't happy with people not use like from what I've heard is people only use flanking strike is when they have absolutely nothing else to do and it's just like well I can't do anything else so I'll just hit flanking strike. Mm -hmm. But now with this talent and the buff, maybe it'll be more of a centerpiece at least for some builds. Cool. So that seems to be all the changes we know of for for patch seven point one. It's very early. I mean, I, there's been no discussion about release for this i'm but i think was the, the thought would be not till after the the new year perhaps uh 7.1 might be before that before that uh, the next raid i guess was going to yeah. be after after the new year yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it was like late november or something like that mm -hmm. maybe i don't know yeah that would make more sense and we'll talk about emerald nightmare in a little bit but it's a very small raid I mean, you know, there's not many bosses. I thought they, you know, whether or not it would have made sense to have had a a bigger raid uh, in the beginning just to keep people busy. Although there's plenty of stuff to yeah, to, keep, have to to keep everybody busy <laughs> for sure. But uh, one of the things I wanted to do was I, I just calling it Hunter 101, Legion 101, and just kind of go over some basic stuff, spend some time 
on that, uh, especially now that Emerald Nightmare is here. And there's there's a lot of hunter guides and things like that. But, you know, people do sort of come to us for information and look at us as a, as a resource for, for information on hunters. And um, so I thought it'd be good just to kind of maybe go over stat priorities for at least marksmanship and uh, beast mastery and maybe just, you know, talk about some of the consumables that are available and we what we should be should be using and we can probably get into a little bit when we talk about that uh how hard it is i guess a to make them and how just obscenely expensive everything is right now and there's some good reasons for that i guess but uh if you stored up a nice gold cache in warlords of draenor if you're relying on you know the auction house to get everything you'll could go broke very quickly here yeah, I, I was starting to. I could see myself going broke, so I actually dropped leatherworking to get herbalism because I'm just like I can't mm -hmm. afford this. <laughs> well, let's talk about that for a minute too, because at the beginning of Legion, um, I think we all said, "Well, we're not going to change professions." And I don't know if you've changed yours, Delirium, but I dropped mine. I, 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 in fact, I, I dropped engineering and leatherworking and picked up herbalism and alchemy just to be self-sufficient in that regard and i may regret that later i do did kind of regret the engineering a little bit uh because earlier yeah. there was times when i went to go put down a repair bot couldn't do that went to go look at the auction house in dalaran and you couldn't do that it's like oh okay there's were some nice quality of life things that i took advantage of and i'm now missing but yeah i dropped engineering and picked up skinning really quick mm -hmm. and it's definitely paid off as far as money making but i'm now looking at dropping skinning and picking up herbalism just because our guild's having a lot of trouble uh, pulling off enough flasks and stuff for everybody. Mm -hmm. and yeah, same here. Everybody. Yep, so. same here. And I know there's a recipe to make like a cauldron like that, and I don't know if that's even going to be close to worth it. <laughs> right, so it, it's not worth it in in uh, Mythics where you've got 20 players. It's plus mm. 20 uh, flasks to make. But if you have like a 30 person team, then yeah, sure, it's worth it. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you save 10 flasks each time. I don't I don't know how it seems like pretty weird that it's exactly a draw for 20 people or less. Or it's even a loss, I guess, of less than 20 yeah. people. But yeah, well, well, let's just jump back here to, to the stats real quick. And it looks like from marksmanship and the the thought is that the priority would be mastery, haste, crit, and versatility. And is does that seem right? And it looks like it's the same for, for beast mastery as well, as a matter of fact. I mean, is that you guys' assessment of the stat priority? And we can talk, we'll talk a little bit more about what they do, but and yeah, some, of the, some, some of the guides I've looked at yeah. and, and that it's the same for both, which is nice, right? Because that was always like the concern. I mean, I didn't even list survival, the, but the, <laughs> I, I although I looked at it like if you are survival in one of the others, it's like completely the opposite, basically. I think it was like right. versatility, crit, haste, mastery, or something like that. It was ridiculous. So um I think a big difference between marks and beast mastery is the where weapon damage and agility fall. Um weapon damage is hugely important for marksmanship. If you can't get some decent relics, then you're in a pretty bad spot. Whereas Beast Mastery can kind of make up for it with all the uh, attack power based spells. So that's there is some, you know, uh, variable in the stat priorities, mm -hmm. even though yeah. our secondaries come in the same order. Yeah, because isn't for marksmanship 
one point of agility is worth roughly the same as ma one mastery or yeah, something about, like that. Yeah. About. Whereas for BM, it's it's like one point of agility is about 30% better than a point of mastery. Yeah, and I think we did mention that last week. So when you were looking at your relics for uh, Bendek, you said like for Beast Mastery, it's really all about the traits, right? Whatever minor traits are on the, the relic are really more important than the item level of the relic and the item level that of the weapon that you'll get. Yeah, Where, to an ex to an extent, the the trait is more is important. Pretty much anything. It's a, it, it. I mean, it's a complicated. There's because there's so many traits and everything. But mm -hmm. there's situations where, like the best trait versus the worst trait, you would need something like six or seven eye level jump on your weapon to justify switching to the worst trait. Mm -hmm. And then what about Mark? Which is like uh. Okay. What is that? A fifteen or twenty-five eye level jump on the relic to get um, those six or seven? Right, that's right. Yeah, I mean the weapon eye level increments for the for the relics are, in other words, like the difference between say an eight fifty and an eight forty-five is what one item level for your weapon, even though it's a five item level jump between between the relics themselves. The the weapon yeah. item level is is much smaller. Is much much smaller. Yeah, because a trait like 5% kill command damage is just like so mm -hmm. much damage. <laughs> Especially if you're using Killer Cobra, kill command is like an enormous amount of your damage. Mm -hmm. But for marksmanship, so mastery, so the question is, you know, why part of the reason why mastery is so good. I mean, you know, the, the mastery for marksmanship is sniper training, which increases, the, you know, the range of all your abilities is increased by 5%, and the damage of all focus spending abilities is increased by 20%. So, I mean, most is there focus a, spending abilities. So, and and is there do do we know which which ones are not affected by that? Then that you spend focus. Um, there's some weird ones like Black Arrow and a Murder of Crows, which you have to spend focus to cast, but then they're mm -hmm. kind of like dots, so you don't really get the benefit from it. I don't have my list in front of me of everything that's not working with it, but there's a few that are kind no, of No, I was just, just curious because, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, and we talked about Windburst, uh, I guess, is working with it now, although that was right. seems to be the way it was supposed to be from the get-go, and it was just bugged for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is, uh, we were talking about earlier, the difference between Barrage and A Murder of Crows as Marksmanship or Beast Mastery, why it's so much more powerful from marksmanship to use barrage or for beast mastery to use a murder of crows is because you know all of us are talking about 80 to 100 percent damage increase mm -hmm. uh, based on our mastery and marksmanship gets that for barrage but not a murder of crows and of course beast mastery gets that for a murder of crows since they're kind of like pets uh, but doesn't get it for barrage because <laughs> little tiny bullets and arrows are not pets <laughs> i guess <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there are pets. That, that's right. They're, they're, they're marksmanship friends. They're our pets. <laughs> and then compare that to, to haste, which is a powerful stat. Uh, so it increases the attack speed, focus, attack speed and focus regeneration. I guess it can reduce what the GCD down to a minimum of 0. 0.075. I don't know how much. No, it's haste. 0. 0.75 seconds. 0. 0.75. Not 0. 0.75. I was like, wow. Was like, that would be quick. Instant. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah, just, just, just nonstop. No GCD. But, uh, 
and I don't know how much haste you'd have to quite get to, to achieve that. Is that actually achievable or something you would even even shoot for realistically? I don't know how much. I, how I, much I, it, it, it comes into I don't play know. during uh, if you're using true shot and uh, bloodlust at the same mm -hmm. time, then you're mm -hmm. at the cap for GCD. So I mean, it's 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 part of the rotation at some points. But never from just pure haste. We could never get enough to do that. And it can increase the rate at which you get. Uh, well, it reduce, can reduce the, the cooldown on sidewinders and increase the rate at which you get marking targets, which, of course, marking targets when your next arcane multi and sidewinders apply Hunter's Mark, which I have to say, it's really frustrating. I, I, I expect that to happen every pull, and it, there have been times where it doesn't, and it's just like, uh-oh. It's like I go into panic mode. <laughs> like, what happened? Why didn't I get a proc? Yeah, that's a, a weird bit that seems to be bugged on some bosses, as far as I can tell. Is it? I, I wonder. I mean, I, just... I don't I don't know that for sure, but that's what it feels like. Like uh, on some bosses, because the first one should be 100% chance um, because of how RPPMs work. Sure, if you haven't sure. hit anything for, I can't remember how long. Mm -hmm. uh, but whatever the max is for the bad luck protection streak, yeah, you uh, start each fight with uh, some variation of that max. Um, but then for some reason we still don't get it on every boss, on your first one. Right, and I've noticed that, and it's weird, and it throws it thro throws you off. You're just like, uh, okay, what do I do? You know, because I'm. <laughs> And often we start the pull with true shot, or you know, you're using that very early. In which case, it doesn't matter if you yes. get a proc or not. Yes, yes. But on the fights where there's you know some kind of burst you need, just a less than whatever two minutes later, mm -hmm. then it's kind of problematic. Yeah, and I often like nah, I don't know what to do. I just sit there scared. Right, and then and then with crit, crit is just crit i mean it's always good so what happened i guess between this i mean crit was like what one of the top stats uh last time around you're just trying to think so right so they removed the aim shot mechanic where you got focus back for crits which was the probably biggest value of crit in uh warlords is that the last expansion yeah yes um they also got rid already. of a lot of other kind of mechanics that worked with uh Okay, was it called Go for the Throat? You know, we don't have pets mm -hmm. anymore, most of us. So that's not part of it. I don't know. Did they get rid of Go for the Throat altogether for BM also? Go for the Throat. I think that's like a PvP talent now or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah. It, it, it used to be called Go for the Throat for everybody. And then they rolled it in with uh, Invigoration. Yeah, I don't. that's not there anymore. Yeah, and they, just, and they yeah. made it a hidden... <laughs> something that wasn't in your in your talents yeah so there were a few extra mechanics that made crits more valuable and now they just don't exist so it's just the straight percent increase in your damage very good and then the last one is versatility which just seems to be the the odd one out <clears throat> Which is funny, right? That can be confusing because the tooltip on it makes it sound like it's like really, really good because I mean, it just you know increases damage in healing and reduces damage taken. Um, so it, on, on paper, anyway, it based on it's just its description, it sounds like a really nice stat. Like you would just want heaps of this, but right. it's just 
But then the where they trick you and don't mm -hmm. tell you this, I guess, in game unless you just test it, is it takes 400 versatility to get 1% increased damage, mm -hmm. whereas it takes you know 350 crit to get 1% increased right. damage right. or 325 percent haste for one percent haste yeah Trixie blizzard tricks yes and of course moving on to, to beast mastery then so the beast mastery master uh is there's master of beast which increases the damage done by your pets by 18 percent, which explains why more mastery you have i mean you need to just have pets out the wazoo here so why why it's very solid because you know just buffs buffs all your pets And then for haste, it can increase again attack speed, focus, regeneration. Same same properties with the, with the uh, reduction of the the global uh, cooldown, the GCD. And I guess it could reduces the cooldown on kill command, dire beast slash dire frenzy, and chimera shot. So all those can get uh, cooldown reductions as well from haste. Mm -hmm. So so it's pretty good and then you know we talked about crit and versatility there so i like the fact that all both those two specs kind of have the same priority for the most part there um you don't have to worry about getting different sets of gear which was a little bit of an issue last last expansion everything seems sort of a little bit little bit normalized like i said the big change we talked about with the with the artifact weapon so so there you go those are those are your stats uh for BM and marksmanship. Uh, well, let's talk about these very expensive consumables and things that I think all of these things are available in the game. In fact, I was looking at the auction house today. That's the good news. <laughs> the bad <laughs> news is, <laughs> unless Even you have, that depends on your server. Yeah, I mean, unless you have, you know, a legendary, you know, or which is something that's going to last you a very long time, you may not want to slap this on gear that is, uh, you know, you're about to replace in two minutes here because. You know, it could be make you very unhappy. That's actually my secret to getting lots of good gear is uh, you've got to enchant things with the most expensive thing. So the <laughs> like, tempting fates to make you right, waste it, right. you get an upgrade. It's a good deal either way, I think. Yeah. So for the, the enchants this time around, again, you can, you know, the, there are items available for your neck, your back, and your, your rings. And the neck is the something called Mark of the Hidden Seder. Which summons a satyr that will fire a nightmare bolt at your enemy. And the tooltips are dealing 45k damage. Probably going to cost you at least 50 or 60k. So 50 or 60k to do 45k more damage. There you go. <laughs> also, yeah, I, I'm just looking at a log from last night. Uh, or a couple nights ago, I guess. Nathendra. Mm -hmm. I only had 2.34% of my damage was from Mark of the Hidden Satyr. Satyr. So yeah, it's not a huge mm. buff, but it's it's something. I think on single target, it's a little more. But what were you saying, Bendek? I was just gonna say that for BM, um, the Mark of the Claw enchant is for the neck is also a good option. It's uh, virtually the same single target, and it's slightly higher multi-target. So mm -hmm. you know, if it's cheaper, you can also go for that one. Uh, and for the cloaks, there's the Binding of Agility, which grants 200 agility. And then there's the Word of Agility for 150, which will be a little cheaper. Actually, those those lesser ones, like the Word of Agility, are, those are pretty reasonable. I've seen, at least on my realm, I'm on Drendon. And those are, those are I don't know about it. Yeah, they're cheap. Under, under 2K. Under 2K, I think, is what I was looking at. That That's not too bad, actually. 
because um, you still so can't earn quite so. a Easily, easy to spend thirty or forty thousand just to yes. get a hundred extra stat. Yes. So. And same with the rings too. It's the it's, that has a mastery uh, stat, the binding of mastery, and then the word of mastery again. Two hundred mastery versus one hundred and fifty. So it's just uh But again, right now everything's very, very expensive. And I think the problem with it is they decided to make professions uh i don't say more immersive but there's there's they're more involved right and so all of these professions have these giant quest chains that you have to complete and so i think it was competing for time with all the other stuff you had to do like your artifact weapon and gearing up and running dungeons and doing world quests and everything else that i think the that was kind of put off to the side a little bit by a lot of people Yeah. Except for, for those who were smart and really wanted to make a ton of money early on in this expansion, you got cracking on that. But like I said, I was just, I mean, I haven't even finished my alchemy uh, quest chain, although I did get to the point where I can now make uh, potions and, and flasks. But still, it's very involved. You're running all over all over the world. You're, you're running dungeons. You've got to run heroic dungeons, normal dungeons, whatever. I mean, I mean I've got three quests now to go into, I think, Heroic Calls of Valor, Heroic Black Rook Hold, and I forget what the other place was that I needed to go. This is for, for the flasks. A third Heroic Dungeon that I need to run. Not not a huge deal, but still, it's time-consuming. <laughs> yeah, my advice is to see if any of your guildies have rank three in the potions, mm -hmm. because then there's a chance to proc more. Um, it really helps for those DPS potions, because I had a guildie today make me... I gave him mats for 60 deadly grace and because of the rank three mm -hmm. procs i got 90 potions out of it oh nice that's nice yeah. and how, i didn't looked at this yet but how do you get like the higher ranks i mean i don't think you just get them by making them are they the procs from when you when you make potions or do you make I it think for, a I think for alchemy making, and a lot of them are world drops i think for alchemy it's discovery like just by making stuff but mm -hmm. Yeah, for other professions, it's some are vendors, some are world drops, boss drops. And, and even herbalism, too, I mean, takes a while, especially that stupid starlight rose. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, so there is a, an extra trick there if you want to go faster. Leather workers make this uh, item called barding. Mm -hmm. which keeps you from getting stunned or slowed. Oh, or right, right. I've seen that. Yes, I've used So that. if you use that in combination yeah. with the, uh, what's that engineering mount called? The Sky Golem. Yeah, yeah, from MOP. So those two together, you can pick and not have to worry about any mobs, just run away. Yeah, afterwards. that's a must. It's a pretty decent deal for uh, gathering there. It's a must for herbalism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, every time I'm out in the world farming herbs, I see someone coming by on a sky golem. I know, oh gosh, it's another herbalist. I better hurry up here. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, for those who don't know, um, you can herb, you can farm uh, without getting dismounted, which is great. I there is also a, uh, a, if you don't have the sky golem, anyone who didn't play an MOP, I guess, there's a uh, blacksmith, I think, item that's called stirrups, something stirrups. And it lets you do the same thing as the Sky Golem. It lasts two hours, I think. But it's really expensive. Right, if you don't have a blacksmith yeah. in your guild, make it for you. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's yeah that Starlight Rose is something else, and the mob density in these these zones, all the zones in Suramar too, is just so thick. So I mean, you know, you're just racing to get to these nodes. At least I am, and I'm pulling half the zone. It feels like, and so I'm just, and then I just get so focused on trying to farm the herb before anyone else strolls along, you know, strolls along, and then you know, it's like I feel like Citizen so, Kane. So is it I, only I, only mining that was done on personal nodes? No, no, herb is too, but you only I think get herb 10 is seconds. Too. Yeah, it's quick. It's, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I'm just like, you know, trying to farm it. I usually get it, but there have been times where I do like, I call it like these Citizen Kane runs where I just, you know, farm the herb and then with my dying breath, I yell rose dust because that's all I seem to freaking get <laughs> is rose dust. You know, I don't even get an actual flower. And hopefully with the additional ranks, it becomes better, but it does. Yeah. And when you get rank, so. when you get rank three, you don't get any dust. Is there any use for the dust at all? I've seen it on an auction house, but I don't know what it's. Yeah, for. it's just for tricking unsuspecting buyers of the auction house. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is <laughs> really its only purpose. Well, okay, there is. Hold on to I think twenty of it because you need twenty dust for like the rank three quest when you get it. So oh, you do? Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. That's fine. But I actually like the fact that they've done more with this with the professions. This actually kind of makes them kind of fun. They are more work. But it, but it used to be right. You would just go new expansion. You would train to so you could get to the next set of points, and then you'd buy a few uh, recipes off your vendor, and then you'd craft those, and then you'd buy some more, and then eventually you'd be able to make everything useful. And then if you wanted to get to the end, there was like one or two recipes that a little took a little bit longer to do but it was just really so you could get to the end but you were you were done and you were ready to go this has taken a lot longer to be able to craft all the all the items and like i said there's three ranks so even if you have rank one if you're spending a ton of mats just to make these things but but back to some of these other things that we have the gems. So there's two kinds of gems, the saber's eye of agility, 200 agility, and you, it's unique. It's a epic quality and you can only have one of those. Now, I don't know what the going rate for those is. I looked on my server, all these things were like around 40, 50 K at least. Wow. I haven't seen a single saber's eye on my auction house yet. I, and I, when I do, I'll buy it at any price just because I just want one. Just because. Well, I got, I don't know, you guys know, but I got the legendary neck and that is a socket. So that's I one did not, place. I knew, I knew you got a legendary. So, so what is the, what does the neck piece do? Well, it's, it's like every 30 seconds, it puts like a, a absorb shield on you. If you oh. haven't taken damage within five seconds. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that. Not, not necessarily yeah. in the show, but there it's, you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was first, I was disappointed because I didn't get like a hunter legendary, but. It is pretty useful. Like, I mean, I've definitely noticed a difference in like survivability and like, like when a big ability happens in a dungeon, you look at everyone's health bars and like mine's still like topped up and everyone else is like lower. Plus, when you're out riding around on a mount, you can't mm -hmm. get dazed when you have a shield up. So you don't. Oh, I don't I even didn't need. Know that. That's cool. I don't even need the barding anymore. That's cool. Yeah. So you, so you can stand in stuff now. That's awesome. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> ignore whatever's underneath your feet and just dps away <clears throat> but yeah i've seen about that's there was about three sabers eyes so i don't know how common they'll be uh the other one is the masterful yeah. shadow ruby they, they weren't too those weren't too expensive the 150 mastery those those weren't too bad so for those blue gems which and mm -hmm. that's what it takes to make the uh, sabers eye also 
But uh, I think we talked about boons on the last show, the shoulder enchants. But the gym one is really good. For a while, I would just wear one while I was skinning. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot more blue gems in just a few days of wearing it than our gym maker for the guild did for, uh, you know, just <laughs> doing all of his prospecting and stuff. So, I mean, I, I was getting at least a dozen a day, which doesn't seem like a ton, but it's plenty for, you know, how many sockets there are right now. And if you have just a few guild mates doing that, then uh, it's easy to supply the whole guild with gems. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've been using the ones uh, for from Suramar on my shoulders, the so for the mana-tinged packs. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. I found, like, because the stuff is so expensive in Chaos Crystals, I tried mm-hmm. that one for, I don't know, at least a week. And I only ended up with three or four Chaos Crystals, which is less than half of a neck enchant. So it wasn't quite as good, but... But did you get a lot of flasks from it? Uh, no, I got. I mean, I got some, but not a lot. And you know, no, I think I got one of the agility flasks, not oh. the stuff I really needed. I did I get a mostly, couple potions. Yeah, I've been mostly using the harvester one because you just get stacks and stacks of herbs and fish. Yeah, that's what I'm on now, but it hasn't been dropping as much. It feels like. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of. I don't know. It's weird. It's like streaky. Like I tried the, the ore one. And it like I got crappy drops on it, but then someone in my guild said they they get it all the time, so I don't know. It's just RNG, I guess. Anyways, I just wanted to point out you can have more than enough gems, more than you'll need the whole expansion after a week of wearing that uh, gem finder one. Ooh, that might be worth doing. And where, where do you get the gems off? Is it, I mean, you you did it through skinning. Can you find anything? Them any, no, any... just the it's you know the little bags drop off of any mob you kill. Oh, cool. Yeah, I might have to try that. <laughs> and then I just have a JC make some of those. Uh, for food, I've seen different things. I've been using this Nightborn Delicacy Platter, which does 375 yeah. mastery. I just have uh, someone in the guild who's able to provide me some. I'll give them some mats. I'm not able to make it yet. I've been trying to. I think the recipes are. Yeah. You get, you get from Nomi, who right. you know, is very. Is a terrible chef. Everyone's complaining about <laughs> Nomi and, and, and his burnt food. I'm not sure how I lucked out, but I got level two of the Barracuda Mergulgar mm-hmm. and level two of Nightborn Delicacy Platter within the first week. So, so which, I, and you yeah. need the Barracuda one to make the uh, Nightborn Delicacy Platter. Right. So and I have the. It works out well. Rank one, I think, of the Barracuda Murglog one, which just 300 mastery. It's not terrible, but, you know. Right, right. It's still pretty good. And it doesn't take any, uh, uh, what are those roses called? Starlight roses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so the Nightborn Delicacy Platter takes starlight roses, which are pretty expensive for everybody, yeah. I think, right now. So, yeah, it might if you're on, you know, if you're doing normals first or even heroics for a pretty good team or alt runs or something it's probably better off using that barracuda one oh also i guess anybody who doesn't know this yet put barracuda in your uh the nami work orders mm-hmm. those are the only things that drop the nightborn delicacy platter recipes right. or the barracuda so, is it just the barracuda i was trying to think i'm pretty sure it's yes I, I, I think you're right i think it is just the barracuda i was thinking i was thinking about this other one that i've seen come up and i don't know if it's worth using is this fish brule special which really just has a chance to unleash the tooltips as an unleashing volley of pepper breath fireballs, each dealing, I don't know, about almost 17k fire damage. I don't know if you guys have 
played right. with that or not. Or there's also a cheaper version of that one that does the same thing, but mm -hmm. it's like a 300 stat version of it. But yeah, no, it, it doesn't do as much as having the 375 mastery is too good for us. I'm not sure if there are any classes that use that for rating. Well, for BM, it's like for single target, the fish brule special is like barely ahead, like marginally oh, ahead. Yeah, just for single target. It's not really worth it. It's just just go for the mastery. It's more reliable. And I forget what's involved. It's not. I think it's kind of an expensive thing to make, too, if I recall. Yeah, it's very having... similar to the Nightcorn Delicacy Platter. It right. takes more fishes. So yeah, I've been trying to get the, the lower level version of it, the 300 mm -hmm. stat version, but apparently it drops off Dargruel mobs, but I, I've i been killing tons of them, and I just can't get it to drop. Hmm. I think you need to learn that before Nomi will actually learn the other one for you, the oh. fish. I've oh, got okay. level two of the fish rule, and I don't have the 300 stat version. Oh, then I guess you don't. Yeah. But, but I can't make it because I don't have the other version yeah. of it. There's an add-on called Nomi Cakes. And it, like, <laughs> it'll, it'll tell you when you go to Nomi, it'll tell you which items are worth researching because some of them you might not even be able to learn anything from it. You're just mm -hmm. guaranteed burnt food. Okay. Yeah, and you're just wasting stuff that you might be able to sell on the AH then. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. One I thing I like don't the get... idea of how the test kitchen and Nomi. I just wish it dropped something other than burnt food. Yes, yes. Like it yeah. should drop a, I don't know, like a even if it was like a food that just healed you or something, it should be something. Or even if it's just every once in a while it drops something funny. Yeah, I was going to say the one thing I don't get is the point of the bacon, because um, it seems expensive to make, and as far as I know, it doesn't. See, so it increases the duration of your food buff, but. I don't think it makes it so that it persists through death. So Right. So it only helps hunters mm -hmm. that can feign death every pull. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems kind of like a waste. I'd rather just sell the bacon since people are spending so much on it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried making it. I don't know how that works. All right. So then there's the flasks and potions. The flask is pretty basic. It's the flask of the seventh demon, which uh, grants three thirteen hundred agility. And then our potion is the potion of deadly grace which is a little bit different. I mean, last time we had a potion, we used to you know, used to boost agility. It no longer does that. Just unleashes a bolt of energy at your target. And then it, the tooltip says, staying away from enemies for the entire duration of the effect will extend the effect by an additional five seconds. What exactly does that mean? So it just, it just makes it better for ranged. So it'll, uh, the bolts will last longer, yeah. So as long as you're not in melee range, I guess you'll you'll get that effect i assume that's what it what it means i'm not 100 percent sure yeah it's just a way to differentiate it from the melee potion mm -hmm. and that thing does a lot of damage and they are nerfing mm -hmm. it of course yes i saw that it was going to get a nerf they tried to what it, and i forget the reason why they said they said that there were some bug fixes there were some bugs in the game that forced them to buff it and they fixed those bugs and so now it was going to be too powered as is that's what they said. So we'll, we'll we'll see how much it changes. And then we have the ancient healing potion, um, which, although I don't know how the how does it compare to warlock cookies? I assume the cookies are probably just as good. I think no, they're I think a little less. Yeah, they are less. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's worth having the potions for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they're cheap. But at make. this point, that's yeah, that's they're not like uh, fifteen to twenty percent of our health. 
So at the early in the expansion, it does a lot more than it will later on if we get sure. more stamina gear. Sure, sure. <clears throat> but it's nice to have in addition to, to uh, exhilaration and then aspect of the turtle as well. So it just helps to to to, to keep things alive <clears throat> or keep you alive, I should say. And then there's augment runes again. I've seen these on the auction house. They're kind of my my realm. They were going for about four or five hundred k a pop. Huh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, but I think right now the only way you could get them is if you get that satchel of cooperation from, which is yeah. So, I've gotten so if you're a tank or a healer, I guess you've got a good chance of getting it. <laughs> I've gotten one so far, and it was from a uh, uh, class hall mission. What are those mm -hmm. called? The runes? But yeah, not dropping a lot. I yeah, assume you've got to do Raid Finder if you want them. Yeah, I believe they're going to drop off the LFR bosses, which the first wing will open up on Tuesday, so that's not a bad reason to go in there and do, do LFR, I suppose. So those are all the consumables. Very, very expensive right now. And I know I'm sure not everybody's investing in all those, which is it's, it's always frustrating, right? Because I always feel like the beginning of the expansion these first raids are when you benefit from these the most perhaps it's when you kind of need them the most because uh, once you go into the next tier and you've everyone's pretty much got all the raid gear you know the, your raid group's a little bit more even in terms of gear about you know and power and so forth that i think this stuff can really make a difference early on but it is what it is so eventually i think the prices will will come down well they'll come down a little bit but there so there you have it um, I don't know, maybe we do want to get into the Emerald Nightmare a little bit. I know we're coming up on an hour here. Um, it took a little longer to get through everything. but Yeah, I was trying to think of any tips or tricks I had for any of these fights. And it's all, they've taken away so much utility from hunters that mm -hmm. there's not really that much going on right now. Well, how, how have you guys fared? I mean, I think, Bendik, did your guild clear normal this week? Is that what you did? I know uh, you we did. We did six of seven, but mm -hmm. I've only raided the one night. I'm actually raiding tonight again. So I think we're going to start heroics. Try those out. Yeah, we're also we're a weekend raiding guild. and uh, But we did pick up uh, like about an hour and a half on Thursday and Friday just to give normals a try. And we're able to clear 707 on normals. And then we started last night on heroics and we'll continue heroics tonight. And I, I did think normals were... I think they were tuned where they should be, which is if you were in heroic uh, dungeon gear and only heroic dungeon gear, they were probably pretty hard. But yeah. if you were in mythic dungeon gear, they were really easy You know, yeah. for people in 850 or above. Um, yeah, I, think, I think we had a three or four pulls on Xavius because mostly because we were did kind of a free-for-all. Anybody's allowed to come up to 30 players. We didn't limit it to the mythic team. Um, but everything else was one or two pulls at most. Yeah, I thought this was tuned exactly like you had said, and our our guild was a mix. So we had definitely some people that were in about 830 eye level, and then a bunch of us who were more closer to, you know, between 845 and, and 850. It was probably, probably split, so I, I'm guessing the average... I think the average item level was 840 for for the whole raid team but we had definitely some above and some below and i think it was our healers that were the the lowest but we did we 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 were pretty successful i think the only and, and like a lot of them were just one or two pulls before we killed it 
Um, <clears throat> Ilganoth, whatever, the heart of corruption was the one that probably gave us the most trouble. We didn't actually didn't, actually didn't kill that one. And we and so we have that scenario and Xavius and normal. But I, I've got a feeling we're probably going to knock those out this week and then won't be long before we jump into heroics. But yeah, so Ilganoth was the one I got my uh, top 100 ranking on. Mm -hmm. And uh, or at least at the time when I did it, it was top 100. I just checked back earlier today and I was down in like 300 something. <laughs> so apparently the better hunters have come out later in the week or maybe they're doing in split runs or something. But my my uh, ranking didn't remain very long, unfortunately. But it's it's a good raid so far. I mean, I'm 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 enjoying it. But uh, maybe we'll talk get more into detail about some of the specific fights, especially once you guys have had a chance to look at heroic uh, next week. Um, so we did have a listener send us an email this week, and I did, did wanna. It was a good question, so I wanted to, wanted to get into that. This was. Uh, Methus from Airy Peak, and he said, you commented in a previous show that you rarely see survival hunters out in the wild, and my personal experiences agree. Blizzard has the numbers showing how many players play each spec, so if melee survival is very unpopular, do you think that Blizzard might revert survival back to a ranged spec in a future expansion, or will Blizzard stick to melee survival even if it's unpopular? Any thoughts on that, Bendek? I don't think they'll I don't think they'll go back. You can't switch twice. I think huh. they're just going to, at least not this quickly, you know, maybe five years down the road, but not now. I think you're going to, it's going to stay like it is. I don't know. I mean, I do hope they make some changes to its utility and to its kind of non-combat stuff, but I think the rotation is, it's fun. I like it. It's the everything else, you know, movement's horrible. Uh, you know, there's a lack of utility that other melee classes have, so it could be fun. And it's never going to be for people who only like ranged, but <laughs> but there's two other hunter specs to play, so I think we're kind of stuck with it for now. Yeah, certainly this expansion. There, there's no going back this expansion. I mean, whatever they have in store next time around, maybe, maybe they could. The, the only reason... I, I think if they were, that would be the time to do it only because this artifact weapon is just for this expansion only. And there's a lot of abilities and things that we get from that. So they're really going to have to make some significant changes to to all of the classes and all the specs again. So if they were going to revert it, that would be the time. I don't I don't think they will. I think it'd be just too much work for them to to change it again at this point. And plus. You know, you've got people that there. I'm sure there are people out there who are going to like it, and you know, maybe it'll pick up um, as the expansion wears on, and maybe more people will will, will give it a try um, once things slow down a little bit. You don't feel like you have to constantly do world quests and get artifact power and all this other stuff. I mean, I find this expansion to be a lot of fun, but it's exhausting. I'm exhausted every day because there's just so much I feel like I have to do. <laughs> You got to cut down on your world questing. You just got to You got. You have yes, to kind of yes, pick and choose. Like for me, it's just I do the artifact power ones and some of the gear ones. Like if I know there's always that minute chance that it'll be some crazy like mm -hmm. eight ninety five <laughs> Titan Forge, but most of the time I'm not I'm not gonna bother unless like the item starts at like eight forty or eight thirty five. Then I might just go do it quickly. But yeah, that's you gotta you can't do them all. Yeah, and if you can get a I forget what there's under different names, but it's like a follower item. And uh, 
you equip it to your bodyguard or your combat ally. Every time you complete a world quest, you get resources. So you get that and you never have to do a resource quest again. Yes, I, I have that. I have a, a green. I'm sure there's different levels of it. But yeah, I have that on one of them. And I get 25 resources for every world quest that I complete. Oh, um, yeah. I have one that gives 100. So yeah. that's, maybe that's a little better. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot better. Um, as I said, I'm sure there's rare and epic quality of uh, items of these. But I'm right with you. I just I just kind of focus on artifact power, whatever I need to do to get my emissary cash done once a day. And then if the gear is like 840 is kind of what I, I focus on. If it's below that, I, I won't necessarily rush out to do it. I feel like the emissary caches, they, they need something like more. I don't know. It just mm -hmm. seems like they're kind of uh, always perpetually disappointing. Yeah. They need to get rid of those 820 pieces that drop. Yes, they do. Those are idiotic. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it'd be cool if, like, instead there's a chance, you know, it gave you a flask or something or yeah. five potions or something like that. I don't know if you guys remember in MOP, there was those, uh, what were, I can't remember what they were called. What are the Zandalari Warbringers, maybe? Yeah. But they rode Triceratops or. What, I don't know what oh, yeah. dinosaurs yeah. are called. And yeah, there were like five rares across the world. And they all, and one up in the Isle of Giants that was a kind of uber version of it. But they dropped, they had a chance of dropping them out. So everybody farmed them. But they also dropped like bags of herbs, big bags and little bags or bags of different mats and stuff like that. And I, and that made it fun. It made it, you know, so I was still excited to see what I was going to get even if I didn't get them out while I was playing. Yeah, they were great. And there was like, you know, four different, three or four different dire horn, horn mounts. Yeah. So you had yeah. reasons to go back. And and those reputation items were terrific too. Those were oh, yeah, that was great. And even if you didn't need them, they sold for a lot of gold. I mean, you can vendor them for a lot of gold. Yeah, those guys were great. <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to see rewards more on that line. And it was at least when they first came out, they were much harder to kill than doing four world quests. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's unreasonable. Yeah, anything's better than getting six hundred resources. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A piece of a piece of eight ten gear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eight ten, eight twenty, or even if it. I don't even think they. I don't think they have a chance to upgrade. But it's, it's yeah, it's so disappointing. Those those caches are probably the most disappointing thing. Especially for if you don't have a legendary, which I don't. Yeah. Like and so every day I'm thinking maybe this is yep. gonna be legendary. So mm -hmm. that's it's exactly so demoralizing to You're see like, those. This, this is pieces. this is gonna be the one that bad luck roll is gonna kick in. The bad luck protection is gonna kick in, and this is gonna be the one. And it never is, <laughs> not so far. Which I definitely knew was going to happen. You know, a year ago when they started announcing how legendaries were gonna work, mm -hmm. that it was gonna be more of a stress that you don't have it than an excitement about getting one, which has definitely been my experience so far. It just makes me hate the game that I don't have one. You know, I I, I honestly thought they were gonna make it so that uh, at this point in the game, like people, anyone who played seriously would have one by now. Mm -hmm. like, just yeah, because they have that they have that artificial limitation of you know you can only equip one and then a couple months later you can equip two i thought that that's that was sort of the thing that would hold it back from you know from people who get super lucky that's that's what controls it but i don't know i honestly expected because i remember when i got mine like it was 
I don't know. It was shortly after last show, and I got it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just figured at this point, like everyone's gonna start getting them because I'm like, I'm not this lucky. I don't know. I just, fi- I just figured that's how they would do it. Well, I maybe mean, I guess eventually, everyone will get one if you play long enough. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I keep, I keep opening those bags and keep, keep perpetually disappointed. And, you know, tomorrow will be another chance at it <laughs> we and got a couple the... in the raid actually i don't know if you guys saw any raid drop ones nope no nothing nothing in the raid uh-uh. but yeah my raid team still has or the whole guild even only has two legendaries and both of them got them the first day of emissary yeah, i had someone in our guild get one today a plate where out of a mythic cash mythic, mythic chest mythic plus chest and I think we only have one other person, a mage, got one out of their emissary cache with like the first, maybe the second week of the, the expansion is when, when that happened. So we have two people that have one. I just wish I was, I there was that bug where people who got one had a higher chance to get I heard more. that, yes. Oh, yeah. You thought you, and like, you wish you could have gotten was, one of those. Well, if I would have known that bug was actually there, like I would have just done heroics 24-7 and just... <laughs> Because mm-hmm. that was still after that was after I got my first one, and it's like, uh, I only had a few days to exploit that, but I didn't know about it. Yeah, I wonder how much of an increased chance it was. Obviously, it was enough that they felt like they needed to fix it, but I wonder. it was quite a bit because every people there's so many people with two legendaries, it's like people that had zero or two, and uh, some people even got three. Three that's crazy. <laughs> Well, I think Roger Brown. Some, I think Ali mentioned he got one yesterday, so he's 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 there now. He's joined that club. I think he got a good one. He got a belt or something, which I don't remember off the top of my head what it does. But he's playing BM, right? Um, no, I think he's playing MM, isn't he? Oh, okay. I thought so. I thought it was yeah. Marks. Yeah, I thought he was planning on playing BM for progression, just because it's so much easier. And you can do raid leading a lot, you know, more efficiently mm. while still doing your rotation pretty well. Or I shouldn't say easier, but less complex. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, we're coming up on hour and fifteen minutes, so why don't why don't we call it for today? And maybe we'll come back in a couple of weeks, and maybe we'll all have legendaries by that point. Fingers crossed. <laughs> We'll see how bad our battle really is. We can spend another show just complaining about it the whole Bat, hour. Yeah, why? You know, every, every, every other hunter has one but me. Yeah. So, all right. On that note, you have been listening to episode 246 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and at thebrewhall on Twitter. And I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Ben Dak from Eyes of the Beasts, Blizzard Watch, and Ben Dak Wow on Twitter. All right, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have all these links available in our show notes. Check us out. (laughs) If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Malfurion is such an idiot. (laughs) Uh, I almost read your line a second time. I don't know where my eyes were. <laughs> also, Dark Lady, watch over you. Oh,